Once upon a time, four years ago, a man created a podcast or a show, whichever you prefer. It was therapeutic. It was transmutic. It rhymed. And sometimes when he was sick as a dog, as Freddie Mercury so famously said, the show must go on. And the show must go on. And it was Virginia Woolf who once said, the Dr. Zeus film podcast will reign supreme for another 400 years. She didn't really say that, but what are we doing? It's a good night, moon type of moment. Four years ago. And now, Barbara Walters. Thank you. Four years ago, when I was in retirement, a man wanted to do a show. Not like The View. With different personalities. He became the sole proprietor. The educator. The luminary. The fixer of the podcast. While most people were talking about true crime. And true Virginia's. The Dr. Zeus film podcast was talking about nonsense. Mixing in a reverence of music and movies. And riveting entertainment. I must confess that in my retirement, I do listen to the Dr. Zeus film podcast. And now, Carrie Fisher. Hi. I'm Carrie fucking Francis Fisher, and I'm a podcast-holic. I've been dead for over five fucking years, and the fucking really does emphasize what it's like. But the Dr. Zeus film podcast has had me on many times beyond a seance of a fucking shit. Because for my unnormal life, and now my unnormal afterlife, I have still continued to talk about myself. Take your hurt and make it art. Gloria Vanderbilt. Oh, sweetheart, have we got time? It was a long time ago, four years, when I was still alive and a chipper bitch, that the Dr. Zeus film podcast came to fruition. It was the brainchild of Dr. Zeus on a Sunday afternoon. Look it up. March 18th, 2018. It is truly magnificent. Truman Capote. Well, you see, when a homosexual does a podcast, everybody comes in. And I mean everybody. Like famished water buffaloes. If I were alive today, I probably would be doing a podcast. The people always had problems the way I talk. And they're wrong. They're always wrong. It was as if the Dr. Z's Film Podcast went out the front door and I, Trimming Capote, went out the back because, honey, you've got to come. And now, esteemed director Milaj Foreman, live from heaven. Oh, this, is fu- this is crazy. And I don't know if I'm really in heaven or is this... The purgatory that is so 
commonly talked about in my country of Czech, the Czech Republic. <laughs> when I was doing the one flew over the cuckoo's nest, I, I never dreamed that I would come to Hollywood and become this, this director. Because when in my country you did a film and then you got kicked out because of the politics and the government, the communist government. If I was still alive today, I would be, I would be making films just like Amadeus, the people versus Larry Flint with Courtney Love where she was high as a kite. The importance of film and the Dr. Zeus film podcast if Igmar Bergman were alive today, but he is an afterlife as am I. He would, be, he would be riveted that this man is talking about music and he's talking about film. <laughs> he's talking about these films that I made. And that the fact that he really loves The People versus Larry Flint. And his favorite, he has told me his favorite line from my film is, Tell everybody the pervert is back. And I, that, then Norm MacDonald, Norm MacDonald, who was such a great, extraordinary comedian, And I put him in the film. I, I said, I want you to have bigger role. He says, no, I don't know how to drive. I said, then we'll bring you taxi. We'll bring you taxi into the picture. And you were in the picture. And he was in the picture. Podcasts are so important, you know. It's like smoking a, cig a cigar. You have it and you, go, you have sex afterwards. Unless you're Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, I, as director, I had one regret. And it was never I got to work with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, what is truly a, a comedic actor but people just looked at him as this bag of muscle and you know it's it's truly a, an unfortunate thing the dr zeus film podcast was established on march 18th 2018 i believe i was probably still alive at some point what we do as filmmakers is is just truly it's a it's It's an experience. It's, it's, it's a gift. It's a gift. You know, you are high as a kite when you are on gift. Stanley Kubrick. Hi, this is Stanley Kubrick. In my last speech, I talked about feathers. But here I'm going to talk about the Dr. Zeus film podcast. And how riveting it truly is. And I would be truly... Uh, Remiss if I don't mention the fact that he really does love my films from A Clockwork Orange all the way to Shining. Uh, you, you, I, I really haven't heard you talk about Eyes Wide Shut yet and, and Dr. Strangelove. And, it, you know, when you're a filmmaker and you, and you wanted to get on the page and, then, you know, you, you put it on the film and, and uh, you have uh, Malcolm McDowell singing Singing in the Rain is kicking the shit out of this guy. Yeah, it's, it's really a... That's what we do. That's what filmmakers do. Barbara Streisand. Mm. He's a podcaster who's good. And he's better. He's, he's more than just butter. You know, I've often said that podcasters, they don't get the, you know, it's, it's like the liver and the onions, you know. Um, they, you don't want them to get a swelled head. And um, as a filmmaker and as a musician, I love that he loves music. I love that he, he respects my, my music. And he, because, you know, people, I was just an actress singing. I was an actress singing. Because, you know, it was about people. 
People who need people. That's what it was about. And, um, mm, hello, gorgeous. Well, four years of the Dr. Seuss film podcast. How many episodes am I going to do today? I, I think I've already given you one. But I figured another one with luminaries and ghosts. And I want to thank them all for just talking about film and the importance of film as well as music. There's a lot going on in our crazy world. But to be able to talk about filmmaking and music and you know I, I we were I was uh talking and we were talking about Belfast today and they mentioned how it had Van Morrison and I said yeah but that's the beauty of Van Morrison I'm such a big Van Morrison song so of course if you're gonna do a film about Belfast and you want some soul and you want some grit you're gonna put Van Morrison in the film I I really can't say enough about Belfast because it's an experience it's an experience through the eyes of the actors and through the eyes of the filmmakers and through the viewer to be able to watch that on your tablet on your TV I think I watched it on the TV not on the tablet films really are an extension of us I I think they once said of the American Film Institute these actors changed how we saw ourselves you know whether it was the rebel james dean elizabeth taylor this striking beauty who transformed herself into virginia wolf or martha to katherine hepburn oh and um it just so happens miss hepburn well I would like to thank you for defending me. You see, I've been dead a long time. Almost 20 years. Spencer's been dead longer. My private life is nobody else's. (laughs) It's, It's truly, it's auspicious. Our people are obsessed with my personal life, whether I was a dyke or a bull dyke or a lesbian. And it doesn't matter at the end of the day, because what matters is, is I loved Spencer. And I have taken that to my grave, and you put it in your pipe and fucking smoke it. Thank you, Catherine Hepburn. And see... There's always something that happens on the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. There's always a friend who shows up. Well, you've got to have friends, you know. You've got to have friends. Ladies and gentlemen, Carrie Fisher. Hello. I'm Carrie fucking Francis Fisher. I was a singer. I was a hoofer. I was an actress. I was a script doctor, okay? The fact that Postcards from the Edge is forever etched in my memory where Meryl Streep was playing me and Debbie Reynolds, my mother, was played by Shirley MacLaine. It doesn't get any better than that. 
or that my grandmother was played by Mary Wicks. That really is a stretch. The Dr. Zeus Film Podcast talks about Star Wars and shampoo, where I really looked at Warren Beatty and said, Wanna fuck? To wishful drinking. This has been a truly riveting experience. And in the afterlife, we have a saying, Shut the fuck up. Frank Sinatra's ready to play Kanaska. Thank you, Carrie Fisher. And so, see, we have people popping in and out. We have people who really do give a damn. Well, speaking of giving the thumb, ladies and gentlemen, Milaj Foreman. Thank you. I know you have a lot of practice. I know that your professor and a mentor, Dr. Stanislav Parkner, was also from my country, the Czech Republic. Very, we probably even sound similar, you know. But to do a podcast about film and the universality of film and how it stretches across the, the continuum. It is a universal feeling that I, a boy in Czechoslovakia, can be able to do a film and then the, and then the film gets nominated for an Academy Award and then I get kicked out of the country because of communism. And then I come to this country and I do Ken Kesey's One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which was originally, you know, originally I was going, I, I believe it was, it was a vehicle for Kirk Douglas and Michael Douglas was going to produce and he did produce and uh, Jack Nicholson played Marquette McMurphy. The great aplomb in his first Academy Award along with Louise Fletcher who was just amazing and fantastic, yes. She truly was. And we were only the second film to win Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Actor, and Best Actress, and Best Screenplay. It hasn't happened since it happened one night, and then it happened again in 1991. And I turned the mic over to Academy Award winner two times. Once in 1991 for Silence of the Lambs and again in 2020 for The Father, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Thank you. Milash Foreman. I'm here in Wales and it, is, it has been a very extraordinary time to be able to be on the Dr. Seuss film podcast. As a Welsh actor, We don't really have a lot of podcasts. We don't. And I know that the audiences, uh, they're wanting me to talk in Hannibal Acton. So that's, I'm not going to disappoint. You know what you look like with your cheap handbag and your good shoes? You look like a rube. Yeah. The Dr. Zeus film podcast is really about taste. And if you don't have taste, then you shouldn't be fucking listening. But tell me, when that film is on the Oscar slab, why would it tickle you the most? Take this thing back to the Screen Actors Guild. It was a BAFTA, or maybe it was a Golden Globe, or maybe it was 
in a spiritual world. I might let you know. Oh, and one more thing. Love your suit. Well, hello, Clarice. The world is more interesting with you in it. So you extend to me that same courtesy. You know I can't make that promise. I do wish we could stay and chat, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. Bye-bye. And so see, people pop in and out on the film podcast. And moments like that. To be able to express oneself talking about film. Talking about, I I mean, I used to talk about fitness on this show and music and film. Oh. Hello, Dr. Seuss Film Podcast. This is Dr. Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's not a tumor. You know, I, I'm glad you mentioned fitness. I, you need to get back into the gym. You need to build those pecs back up. I don't, I don't like what I see, you know what I mean? You're one of California's best. You are a film podcaster, and it's, it's truly fantastic, you know what I mean? I mean, you're coming day and night, literally, aren't you? Sometimes, yeah. Arnold, um, what... You know, people don't seem to take you seriously until now. I mean, that speech was just about Russia. That was that was riveting. You know, as former governor of California, I got to tell you, I did a lot of foreign correspondence, you know, a lot of foreign policy with different countries. And I felt it was my duty as the Terminator, as Dr. Arnold Schwarzenegger, to show the people that they're being hoodwinked and they're being had. And it is along the lines of what happened during the Second World War. And, um, you know, when I have to stand in the front lines with my pecs out, it, it works, you know what I mean? Thank you, Arnold. The Dr. Zeus Film Podcast is heard and oh, geez, we're heard in Germany and England and France, Canada, probably Spain, Probably Mozambique, <coughs> Ireland, Wales, yeah, yeah. It's been a fun experience. I can't believe I've been doing this for four years. I intend to keep going. It's funny, it's four years, of four, it feels like 400 years. Because I, would, I just record every day. And so to all of you, my listeners, whom I love, and also the shit talkers. There's a lot of shit talkers that I had to deal with when I first started this this podcast who would talk shit behind my back and they would tell other people and then they would complain. It was mainly to family they would complain. But you know what's so great? They're no longer in our ears. Because when you cut someone off, you cut them the fuck off. We've cut them off. And so, you know, yeah. It's it's a hell of a fucking trip doing this podcast. And um, I'd like to say... Finally, to one of my naysayers, 
When you put someone in your will and then you take them out, put someone else in, you are fucked up. You're fucked up. I want you to know that. I'm not related to this person, but by them doing that and the knowledge that I have of that, as well as other fuckery. Yeah, I'm glad you're not a part of this podcast. I'm really glad you're not. People seem to think that if you're born the same day as them, oh, you're alike. No, because I I left that self-destructive bullshit a long time ago. I grew the fuck up. When are you going to grow the fuck up? So whenever someone says, oh, well, you know, it's that that because if you're born on December 6th, that's a load of bullshit. It really is. Arnold Schwarzenegger has something to say about it. Yeah, that's a load of bullshit. You know what I mean? Uh, when bitches do that, the fuck them. Uh, fuck them. You know what I mean? You're different. Everyone is different. I'm not the same as my brothers. I'm not the same as anyone that I grew up with in Austria. You know what I mean? I was an Austrian farm boy. You are a California farm boy. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's fabulous. Yeah. That's the Doctors Who Film Podcast. Taking names and tell them to shut the fuck up. I used to do, remember I used to do the cup of shut the fuck up. I'll do it one final time because that's what I first started doing. You know, I, I will give my naysayers a cup of shut the fuck up because they didn't really teach me anything. They were just buzzing in my ear like flies. And, you know, you swat a fly. I like to swap flies. Watch those motherfuckers just fall into the garbage. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what's important in this instance is to believe in yourself. Don't believe in these people who think that they're better than you and think that, oh, because you don't have money. Well, you know what? When you when you purchase something that you have no business purchasing and then you complain about it, you have no business to talk. Okay? All right. Yeah. See what I mean? I'm holding court and I'm taking names. Uh, what can I say? I it, uh, When it comes to film and also the amenity, like Catherine Hepburn said, <coughs> about these stars who can't defend themselves, who are no longer with us. I remember all the time Right before, I always knew Jodie Foster was Jodie Foster. And in that instance, when she came out, she didn't really come out because she had already done it a thousand years ago. She talked about it. I loved how people questioned that. They were like, well, she didn't come out. Yes, she did. Because she said there's not going to be a big coming out speech. I already did my coming out a thousand years ago. She said it right there. And so whenever people would say to me, oh, what do you think of Jodie? Do you think Jodie Foster's gay? And, I, and I'd say to them, why the fuck do you want to know? What, do you want to date her? It's none of your business. It is none of your fucking business. Okay? And that's where we go back to the film stars who had amenity. There's a lot of Greta Garbo we didn't know about. And that's good. She wanted to be alone. Or, or Marlena Dietrich, or Gary Cooper, or Cary Grant. Whether Cary Grant had an affair with Randolph Scott. Come on. I think he did. Hey, 
whatever. I mean, it's not like I'm going to date Cary Grant. He's been dead a long time. And I don't date corpses, you know what I mean? No. So, this is, this is such an important time to do this podcast. And so I thank all of you for going the, the distance with me and just continuing this crazy shit where we talk about film and music and life and everything else in between and calling out our naysayers and fucktoids who seek to judge people. You know, and I could I could be really mean and I could judge those people, you know, and I will in this instance say that they need a 1-800 number for probably Alcoholics Anonymous. Um and it's not just one. Um, and as someone who I have an underlining health condition, I can't even drink. I don't miss it at all. You know what I mean? So those were my naysayers. My naysayers were probably too uh, beer guzzling, vodka drinking. They're probably in link with Russia now. Um, idiots who would just talk shit about me behind my back to family members. Oh, him in this podcast. Well, you know what, you fucking bitches? This fucking podcast is four fucking years old. So fuck you, you bitches, and the fucking beer goggles that you wrote in on, you two lesbians. Want to be lesbians, because I don't think they're authentic. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I've I've met a few, so... And and I'm not knocking lesbians because you know I am I am queer myself, and so it's like okay, cool, cool. Oh my god. So to end tonight, I thought let's pay tribute to someone that I always end the show with. My cousin and I both love her. She's gorgeous. I've always loved her sense of camp and if you don't know who I'm fucking talking about well Miss Cassandra Peterson Just as it played, the battery died. (laughs) Oh, don't we just love technical fucking difficulties? That's what I do. That's what I live for. Because nothing in this life is perfect. Are you paying attention, beer guzzling lesbians? Um, Yeah, just those two. (laughs) You know what I hate about Venmo? Is that those two bitches showed up on my Venmo? Oh, it's like, ooh, block them, block them, block them. I don't need to fucking see that shit. You know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> one, of them's, one of them's trying to do a design thing. And it's like, fuck you. you. You ragged on my podcast. You bitch, you can't even fucking do anything creative. I, I always find that funniest people who talk shit like that and then they try to do something. It's like, why don't you stick the Tupperware, okay? 
stick to fucking Tupperware and disrespecting people the way that you fucking do and you think it's cute and funny and your GOP bullshit. Yeah, fuck you. And and the, the Fox News horse that you rode in on. <laughs> All right, here we go. It's me, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Well, you little videotape worms, it's time for me to skedaddle. So wind me up and put me back in my box. Until next time, unpleasant dreams. <laughs> and so, as always, for the past four years, it's been a pleasure. Let's continue this for another 400 years. Um... I have enjoyed every moment, even when I was sick as a dog. The guests that I've had on, the guests that I want to have on. I want to thank George Strombolopoulos for being not just a mentor and a pal, but being on this show. And then I got to be on his show. And I thank you. I forever am in debt to you as a friend. And Jason Almy, who's been on this show and I've been on his show. And Chris Wetzke and Adam Simmons, who are hilarious. Um, and Christina Almy, who is, like I've said, when her and Jason do the show together, it's hilarious. Because I, I love I love that chemistry that they have between each other. And it's so natural. And they're, they're husband and wife, you know. And they're expecting a, another baby. And so I'm so happy for them. And then Angry Dad Ben just... Um, I hope to see you again and we can sit down and have a chat because we did get to watch a show together, but then it's like, I wanted to talk to them about some of the podcasting things. Um, and then others who have been on the show, Mr. Texas, and then people that I want on this show, like Carlos Delano, Carlos. Um, I haven't talked to Carlos in such a long time. So that's why I want him on this show. Uh, my, my hope is to have him on the show when I'm visiting him and say, okay, let's sit down. You could wear any kind of pair of underwear you want and we'll record. And then, um, my friend Aisha, who's coming to visit, um, we'll probably sit down and and I'll have her on the show just to talk about film and talk about music. She, she loves music. She has a wide variety of music. She plays drums. She plays guitar she sings and she's a really great artist she does wood wood burning art and um, beautiful stickers and beautiful scenery of the area that she lives in and so that's my hope for the future so as always unpleasant dreams <laughs>